Uh, welcome back, everybody, to the second episode of the Daily Lease Podcast. My name is Leland. Uh, we got Bryce. What's up? Ethan. How's it going? And today, we got Andrew. What's up? Yeah, what a beauty. Um, so, I guess we get right into it. Um, the Leafs had a back-to-back against uh, Calgary the other day. So, the first game uh, will go on Friday. They lost 4-3. to three. Goals coming from Spezza, Kerfoot, and Marner. Um, obviously, Frederick Anderson was in that. Not a surprise. Um, but yeah, what are you guys' thoughts on the game? Uh, um, I'll start. You you want to go? You can go first. Uh, that's okay. You go first. All right. So, uh, as we see now, Freddie was clearly injured, and he's looked pretty bad the past few games. And I wanted to talk about is like. Um, the difference between Campbell in the first game or Campbell in the second game and, and Freddie in the first, but just focusing on Freddie is a lot of the goals he gives up are deflections and yeah, yeah a lot, like a lot of them are, and you, you can't blame a goalie for deflection goals, but like every time there's a deflection, it, it goes in on Freddie. And like, there's never a time where he makes a save that surprises me or at least recently, like Campbell made a few saves on Saturday that surprised me, but Freddie and Friday was not sure on Friday. wasn't sharp. He gave up two weak goals and then two deflections, which I think he could have had at least two of the goals that he gave up. So they, they, the Leafs as a team looked good, um, especially offensively. Like they scored three goals for him. And when you score three goals and you're a top team in the division, you should be able to beat a team. That's not even in the playoff spot. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, I would like to add to Freddie, like the comparison from Freddie and Campbell, Freddie is very technically sound. Like he's a good technical goalie that's very relaxed and calm in the net, but he doesn't battle. He does not battle. You see Campbell stacking the pads. Like he's he's everywhere. He's trying to battle for the puck. That's a goalie you need. Like if Freddie battles, he's a good goalie. He would be insane goalie, like Vesna trophy goalie, but he doesn't battle. Like he's not a battle goalie. You got to battle in the net and especially go far in the playoffs. Like there's, there's going to be chances from everywhere in the playoffs. So the fact that you could have a goalie that could battle, that's what you need. Yeah, it yeah. just looked like maybe it's just me seeing how Freddie's been playing the last couple of games and I'm just heavily disappointed in him. But it looks like Campbell actually wanted to win that game and like he would have done whatever it takes to win that game. And, you know, that's what he did. And I don't know, Freddie's been like really disappointing. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to ask you, Bryce, because like this is something I noticed about Freddie too is like, he seems like he doesn't want to make any sudden moves. Like, like what you were talking about battling, like Campbell is willing to like take a, like say the puck goes behind the net. I see this a lot with Freddie. He doesn't want to guess which side to go. He kind of stays in the middle. And a lot of times they'll do a pass into the slot from behind the net and it'll just beat Freddie. Cause he's, he doesn't want to take a risk and go either left or right. So I, I want to know, is that like something you think about as a goalie? Like, if, uh, yeah, go so ahead. Kind of like as a goalie, um, so, like, I'm I'm pretty, like, I'm kind of like Freddie. I'm kind of relaxed in that. I'm very calm. And, but, like, I know that if I, for me to be better at the battle of the net, like, just recently I've been got, I got better at battling because, like, there's times where I let goals in where it's, I, I'm, I was a slow react to a rebound and it goes in. I mean, yeah, okay, good shot, uh, good goal, but I could have saved it with just battling. And that's what Freddie, Freddie got a battle. Like even for like guys in front of net, like tips and stuff like that, battling, you're just going to be there and relax. You can go in every time. And for like the behind the net, like um, you don't, you don't guess, you just react. 
and that's what Campbell does. And like, if like I know Carey Price hasn't been like doing well, but you see how he d- plays the puck. He basically plays the puck as much as he can. Yeah. Like and like, like, like cancels like opportunities to score. So yeah, uh, you just gotta be a reactive goalie and battle. Like yeah. Um. So I guess on that, it seems like it was really the only thing to talk about. Um. Get right into leaf of the game. Uh, who wants to go first? So this is just for Friday. Yeah, just for Friday right now. Yeah. Uh, Friday. Um, I'll go with Jason Spezza. Nice goal. Um, Vintage. His man. line looked pretty decent. Um, the I'd say the yeah, the Leafs as a team that game looked good. I think Freddie let them down a bit, but there were some defensive lapses which are going to happen. That's why you need a goalie. So I'll go with Spezza. Nice goal. Uh, but his line just I, in general was pretty good. That all right. Um, so this is uh, I'm gonna go with Galchenyuk. It was his first game, and yes, he was a minus two. And there was times where he guessed guess plays as a defense, like at the point where he guessed the guy was going right, but which was wrong. And you don't guess, but like he was physical, he was aggressive, and he played hard. So I'm gonna say he's my top player of that game. Um, yeah, I guess I'll go with Spets too. Pretty much everything you said, and I don't know if I said this last last episode. I can't really remember, but uh, Ethan, you said that the Leafs' whole team looked pretty good. I think I think that uh, even like just in general and on paper, looking at it, I think Leafs have one of like from all all of their forwards to even I guess their defense and their goalies, they have probably one of the best teams in the league. Especially, I know I've said this. Um, on like you know the group chat or whatever but i said that i love the leafs bottom six and Mm -hmm. like the past few games like when they were not on their losing streak um and when hyman would play on that third line it's like especially that third line too but uh with hyman on that third line and when they had vc on the fourth line that line was like those that bottom six was like unbelievable um i thought they played some of the games as good as the top six you know, or even better. Um, but uh, yeah, go with Spezza too for leaf of the game. Uh, Andrew? Uh, I got, I got Spezza. I mean, he scored a really nice goal and uh, the whole t- Leafs team played pretty well, but you're not going to win a game when your goalie has an under 800 save percentage. Like you just can't win. And that's uh, the, I, uh, I, I don't know. I you guys know what I think about Freddie. Uh, I think that I think we even talked about it last week, but it's yeah. definitely a difficult decision of what's going to happen. But uh, I would like and I to just go, go ahead. Go ahead. I like to go back, like um, yeah, like being like a like a aggressive goalie and like battling, but like also being calm. Like what Freddie is like is also very like good. Like you're supposed to be very calm in net, but like you're supposed. To, but when it comes to battling, you got to battle. So just going to add that piece to it. Yeah. And I just wanted to say, like, I don't dislike Freddie. I like Freddie as a goalie. I like him as a player. But like, I think the criticism of him is because we believe Freddie can be a good goalie and he's better than what he's showing. Like last year, the issue with the Leafs was Michael Hutchinson was their backup. And the issue wasn't the fact that Michael Hutchinson's play, because we know Michael Hutchinson is at best a third goalie. He's not a backup goalie in the NHL, but like, the issue was the fact that we didn't have someone who could play the backup, not the fact that Michael Hutchinson's play was bad. 
but we're critical of Freddie because we can believe we believe that he can do better and we've seen that he can do better obviously I feel like he's probably hurt right now but the past two seasons he had seasons he hasn't played at a high level and the criticism comes with love because we believe Freddie can be good and we think that he can do better but I just want to say like I'm not critical of Freddie because I don't like him as a player or I don't like him as a goalie I I critical of him because I think he can be better than what he's showing right now I would like to add to that like last year our defense was also very awful like yeah. yes that is fair yeah or that was defensive so like we put a backup in and no doubt he gets slid up because like I mean yeah he's not backup goalie level but the fact that like you can't you're not gonna get a win from him if with that crap D and yeah also with like uh, Anderson, like last year, also I feel like that was a struggle too with the crap defense. But like, but then this year I thought like, okay, this was different. We got a different, better defensive core, and like he's gonna be solid. Like not like insane, but like solid. But yeah. he's not solid right now. But that's due to other issues, maybe like his injury and stuff like that, and confidence. Yeah. But he needs his confidence back. He needs to start battling, and he'll be a good goalie. Yeah. I don't know, but for now, I guess you just you like uh, I think he is injured or he's been playing through the injury day to day now or whatever. But I think just for now, since you have uh, especially from before Friday's game, uh, you know, you had that pretty long stretch of just you know you rest and whatever. But you have it especially from uh, Saturday till I think their next game is Thursday. Yeah. Um, you can you take that time to rest and probably start Campbell on Thursday um, yeah. against Ottawa and just see how he plays. And hopefully he, he, like you know, plays like a, plays like a starting goalie, I guess. And yeah. maybe by playoffs or whatever, you can put Freddie back in or just see what happens. I, I like Campbell. Like he's like a, he just seems like a fun guy. And I feel like he would be Campbell's like a-, a beauty. Like, he just seems like a, like a fun guy. Like, it'd be like a good brand name in like the city. And like, I'm not saying Freddie isn't, but Freddie's a quiet guy and stuff like that. Like, as much I like Freddie. Like, if Campbell was like at like a starter level, like I feel like he can be, and he is like soon like at the level. And I think they should give him a chance at the starter. Because like, I don't think we're resigning Freddie even if like even if he plays good because he's still a lot like a high contract guy like yeah five, we need a goal he was like three mil or lower to resign our quarterback but like i think i think campbell would be like a good guy like for us my opinion well campbell's been solid in the what, four or five games that he's played but uh he's back-to-back shutouts i don't know he looks like he plays like really good and i i would love how he plays and I think he doesn't like the way he plays. It doesn't only give him him confidence, but it gives the team confidence because yes. it's like yeah, being, for like, sure. It's like playing on a team with all your best friends and like, like and like you're all really good friends, and then like you all play good. Like it's just a good feeling. Like you just can dominate teams if you all feel good. Even if one person is playing good, you just that energy just continues all around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, something something like that was um, earlier in the season. Joe Thornton's first goal. Right, yeah. you see the yeah. look on Matthew's face, like you know, I don't know. <sighs> Hopefully, they like figure it out and all that. And come playoffs, you have your set goalie for it to start. Or, uh, and I'm not gonna doubt that there's a chance 
if Freddie comes back from injury, he could still be the starter in the playoffs. Like, I don't think you hand the jo- job over to Campbell, like, and just give it, like, you still give Freddie a chance to win the net back once he comes back healthy, right? Yeah, no, for sure. But maybe it's just because he's injured and he's been playing horrible. But I think that if you were to to try and put Freddie back into the starting position and, you know, he tries to get his neck back, I don't think that you designate him as your starter because of how well Campbell's been playing so far. Maybe Campbell slows down or maybe Campbell continues to play like a god. Mm-hmm. And then by that point, I think you do what, like, Vegas does with Fleury and Leonard and do a 1A, 1B kind of thing, but... I think it's like the Binghamton situation when St. Louis like won the cup. Um, when like Jack, uh, Jake Allen didn't have like a strong season, then got injured, and they needed a goalie. Binghamton stepped it up, and when Jake Allen came back, like I think they gave him an opportunity to take back the net, and he didn't succeed. And Binghamton got the net, and they won the cup. So that could be the easily the situation that Toronto will be in. Oh yeah, and even like the comparison that I've been hearing too is when Washington won the cup. They, they gave the net to Grubauer, and Grubauer started game one of the Stanley Cup finals, but it was Holpe who ended up playing the rest of the series, and he won them that cup. So you you give your, your starter a break, or you give them the chance to feel like, oh, this isn't my net anymore, because this has been the net, the Toronto net, has been Freddie's since 16-17, since he got traded to this team. No one's challenged him. And he yes. finally has someone to challenge him for this net, and I think – once he comes back healthy, I think he's going to play better once he knows that there's someone there that's going to challenge him for the net. Like, um, going back to, like, me as a goalie, um, like, I'm, like, really, like, I, like, I've played on teams where, like, me and the other goalie are pretty even, and, like, and I'm really comfortable with that, and I just, like, I'm that so comfortable that I just don't play as well. Like, I play good, but not, like, my full potential. Mm-hmm. As like where I play with a goalie that's not on the same level as me, like that might be a little higher than me. So we're at the fight for the net. I, I play like, really good and I battle really hard. And I feel like I, so that's like the situation that Freddie and Campbell are in. Like they got to fight for the net and I think they're going to get the best out of them with that. Yeah. I also feel like Jack Campbell is also setting some like unrealistic expectations for some Leaf fans. Like he's not going to finish the season with a nine six five save percentage and a yeah. one goals allowed yeah. average. Yeah. So I feel like some fans might he lets up one bad goal, some fans might jump ship immediately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's our that sucks, but like like honestly, that's just stupid. It's if just you, Leafs nation. Oh, there's going to be games where he's not going to be good, and there's going to be games where he's sharp, and there's games that. Even just play solid. That's for that's every goalie. So I'm not like I, I'm happy that he gave us. I'm just gonna be happy if you give us games. That's all I want. Yeah. Um. So I guess done talking about this game. Uh, anything else you guys want to say or anything? No, let's go to Saturday. No. The win. Um, yeah, the win. Jack Campbell in that. Yeah. Um, Saturday's 2-0 win against the Flames. Goals coming from yet again. Who other than Jason Spezza <laughs> and Zach Hyman. Um, Galchenyuk got his first point as a Leaf. The secondary assist to Hyman's goal. Uh, love to see that. And probably the biggest part of the game, most notable, Jack Campbell, a 31-save shutout. I'm going to have to see it. a fun fact right here because uh 
I do not like Aiden Connery as a Habs fan, so I've got to put this fun fact. Jason Spezza has the most points against the Habs. So I'll just have to <laughs> yeah, put that most, Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Aiden, Spezza owns your team. I just had to say that. <laughs> All right. Uh, so uh, that game, Jack Campbell just was solid. I mean, our team just played normally offensive and defensive. And yeah, we, we played really good. Yeah, and the Leafs, yeah, good. Like, they play well in front of Campbell, but he makes up for their slip-ups, right? Like, the turnover by Willie on the power play, the nice poke check on that one, the pad stack. He, The Leafs, most of the shots came from the outside, but when they weren't, when they were high-danger scoring chances, Campbell was there, and he just came up big on deflections, uh, shots in close. He was big. So that's what you need. You need your goalie to make up for the few mistakes you make up making it during the game. And, like, Back to the um, Calgary game on Friday, Leafs came out of the first period with eight high danger chances and Calgary zero, but the score was 3-2. That can't happen for a team first in the North Division, and that's where goaltending came up big for Toronto on Saturday. Like I've been saying the whole podcast, battling. Just got yeah. to Keep it came in, battle. Yeah, and Hyman's a beauty because like, he's a workhorse, the biggest workhorse on the Leafs. And you got to get that guy a contract as soon as you can. <laughs> a perfect contract would for the Leafs would be like in 4 million, like 4.5 or 4 million, but it's like he's going to want something. So it's going to be like 5 million, which is unfortunate, but like, yes, we want him back. So got to do it. And that's yeah. why, once again, we can't resign Freddie. Yeah. Watch, watch they resign Freddie to like a Bennington contract on that time and walk. <laughs> so mad. Um, before we get into leaf of the game, you can just see between just something all that, I guess. Um, especially between these two games, uh, if you put aside Marner's goal on Friday, and um, yeah, if you put aside Marner's goal on Friday, you just look at the depth this team has. Said it earlier, I'll say it again. Jason Spezza, fourth line player, he has like seven goals, thirteen assists, or something for like twenty points. That's that's nuts. And then Kerfoot planning your like third line now scoring a goal and mm-hmm. it's real good. Um so yeah, leave the game. Uh I'll start because yeah. I know you guys are gonna say you I know one of you two or one of you three is gonna say Campbell, so I'm not gonna say Campbell. And I'm gonna go with Austin Matthews, and that's because I think he's despite not scoring since that overtime winner against Winnipeg, I thought he's been playing really good and he's been getting a lot of chances and it's just like the puck's just not going in the diving save by Markstrom on Friday. Uh, the post he hit on Saturday and you saw them cut to the bench uh, on the Saturday game and he's breaking his stick out of frustration. I think it's, the goals are going to come in for him soon, but uh, I'm going to give him the leaf of the game because he played pretty well on Saturday night. All right, I'll go next. Um, so I usually go with something different than usually people say. So rather than Campbell, I'm going to go with Hyman. Hyman, once again, workhorse, puts so much effort in the game. And, like, this game, like, he used his IQ a lot. Like, rather than, like, taking a shot, going, like, entering the zone and taking the shot, he went around the net, great some opportunities, and he got a goal. I'm going to have to go with Hyman because yeah, he's just, uh, it's like, insane player. Uh, before I say my leaf of the game, Jack Campbell, you guessed it. Um, just, just to put it out there, uh, I can't remember what it was the last time, like the last week we did this, but 
Um, Connor McDavid is now tied with Austin Matthews for uh, goals. They both have 21. Um, in third place, coming up quick, uh, it's actually a tie, sorry, with Leon Dreisaitl and Tyler Toffoli. I'm pretty sure last week Austin Matthews was still like still had a bit of room there. But he's got to get yeah, he's, he's, he's got to hit some. Man. He's up by four goals last week. Oh, and Connor McDavid ties him. Like what? He's just starting to go back to the spots where he goes. So I'm not really expecting him to get maybe get a goal every once in a while until his wrist starts healing better. Yeah, I'd rather the team like do good than him win a when I'd, I'd I'd rather the team do good than him win the rocket though. So yeah, really but it care. looks like like Bryce said he it looks like he's going he's starting to be in the shooting positions on the power play now. Like it seems like the wrist is getting better, and I think it's only a matter of time before he starts scoring again. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I think it was Friday too. Uh, Wayne Simmons came back. Just yeah, putting that out yep. there too. Love to see him back on the ice. He's back. Love to see that guy. So yeah, we'll go leave for the game quick. Uh, Jack Campbell, I think he played amazing. Yet again, he got a shutout and uh, that nice pad stack near the end. It was pretty pretty sick. And uh, I think that guy's your starter now. But he better be. I swear to God, he better be. Uh, Andrew. Uh, I'm going to give it to Jack Campbell. 31 safe shutout. Not only did he keep him in this game, he's going to give him like a confidence for uh, Thursday's game. They're going to they're gonna know that they're going to have a comfortable standing in the net, and they're going to be able to uh, win the game for him, hopefully. Yep. So, uh, is there anything else you guys want to talk about this game? or? Um, Calgary did not look <laughs> – Calgary was not great in that game. I'll, I'll say that. Like, Toronto pretty much dominated – played the entire game, which well, they did on Friday as well, which I thought – see, Toronto was the better team in both games. The only difference between Friday and Saturday is on Friday they had the second-best goalie, and on Saturday they had the best goalie. <laughs> <laughs> I like to mention this. Um, so – on Matthew the Chuck. So, like, like what Matthew's like quoted on him is that a guy, a guy that you do not want to play, but you would love to have him on your team. Yeah, I feel that a lot because I was so mad about uh, of him, like with the Hall situation and what he's doing. I was like very close to like sending him DM on IG, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I just put like I would love that guy on your team. But mm-hmm. it's the same thing with Brad Marchand. Well. Love the uh, I love when we, when he plays on like Team Canada because I get to cheer for that guy. Yeah, but yeah, I just like to mention that. Um, so I guess that's it about the games, then. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. So I guess um, Andrew brought it up earlier. Um, just I guess something quick to talk about. Let's do our top three favorite reverse retro jerseys. All right. Let Andrew go first because this is this is his big yeah, yeah, this Andrew, is his segment go first, here. Go first. Um, my favorite reverse retro jersey has to be the Avalanche. Their jersey is just classic, beautiful, Nordiques, Avalanche colors, though. It's a nice jersey. Um, my second favorite's gotta be Calgary. The 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 dine of the Blasty horse. Blasty, yeah. It's, it's a nice jersey, classic, uh, nice colors. It looks visually appealing. And my third favorite's got to be the Rangers. You know, it's very classic. It's a nice logo, clean, and it gives me uh, some old-time vibes. It's a good jersey. Ethan, what about you? All right, I'll go. Uh, so I'll go three to one. Um, I think my number three is the Minnesota Wild um, because it reminds me of Subway, and Subway tastes good. Subway's uh, great. 
Subway's Subway. amazing. The Wild jersey is pretty nice too. Yeah, the Wild, yeah. Number two, I'm going to go with hmm, – this is a tough – I like the Lightning one because, you know, I liked to play NHL slap shot and that were those were the Lightning jerseys when I played NHL slap shot and it, remind, and it reminds me of playing NHL slap shot, so that makes me happy. Number one uh, is definitely the New York Rangers for me uh, because I loved the Lady Liberty jerseys. I wanted to, them to bring it back for so long. I used them in NHL. I used the old one for when I was playing be a pro, but when they finally added it as a reverse retro, I wear that all the time. So that's my favorite. All right. So my favorite is obviously the abs. That's such a cool jersey, a good retro jersey, and they have the abs colors on it rather than the Nordiques, which is still cool. Mm-hmm. Um, second favorite, I'm at to go with the LA Kings because they. I love the LA Kings, like, old colors. I just love that, and, like, I love the old logo. I'd probably rather if they had brought back, like, the the crown. Like, uh, like that logo is still pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And lastly, probably rather, like, Florida Panthers. Like, they brought back the logo or, like, uh, the Hartford Whalers. Just love that. Love that jersey. Um, yeah, I mean, my first one, just like Andrew and Bryce said, is uh, definitely the Colorado Avalanche. I love that jersey. That is the best-looking jersey that is probably in the league right now. The, the Avs colors with the old Nordiques logo, it just looks great. Um, my second, I'd probably have to go with uh, the Florida Panthers. That jersey is so sick. Looks so nice. Uh, I would love to own that jersey. And my third, my third, I'm tied between uh, the Kings. Just the Kings is just, just literally what the name of these jerseys are called. The Kings one is just retro. <laughs> that one's like, that one's great. Um, and then I love the Vegas one. The Vegas one, like when they first came out, I didn't like them too much. Then when I saw it on the ice, those are those are clean. Another thing with Vegas, I love, love those gold buckets. Those are sick. I love nope. those so much. It looks so weird, though. Like, yeah, I mean, like, if you're going to make the gold buckets, either wear them every game or don't wear them at all. I think, like, it's so weird. Like, it's sick. That's like, so well, cool. I yeah. love those. <laughs> those are great. Um, I'm not a fan. Dude, they're sick. What do you guys uh, think the, the worst jerseys? Like, the reverse worst. Oh, yeah, let's go bottom three. To the worst jersey. This is the worst jersey. And uh, I mean this a thousand percent. The worst jersey is the Leafs. I hate it. Really? It's bad. I, it's, I, I don't hate, think it's the worst. I hate it. I hate it so much. I think there's a lot worse. Yeah. I hate that Leafs jersey so much. But all, all, all of like the white ones are bad. Um, but you know, I don't really care about them. Uh, the Habs one is pretty bad. Yeah, is, a lot of people is, like that. I do not like that blue one. is not their color. Yeah, like. I like it's it's okay, but in terms of the team that's wearing it and what like you know team colors are and everything, that jersey just isn't it. And really, it looks it like their home and away jersey. It's just like a different color. It just looks like an alternate jersey. They're also terrible, like record with that jersey on. 
a lot of teams have bad records with their reverse retros. Like I know the least, I think they were two and two, but Montreal, I, I don't know if they even even ended up. I think winning that was the last night was their first one. Like oh the, yeah, the, the shootout win, right? Was their first yeah, time. The last game was like probably their first one. I don't know for sure, but I think that is the first yeah, one. I think so. Um, I'll go with my bottom three. Uh, my third worst is Toronto. Um, second worst is the Oilers. Like I, I, I'm gonna be honest. I don't get why people like it. It's just a white jersey with a bunch of stripes on it. I'm not a the fan Oilers of that. Pretty. The Oilers one is pretty. I like the Oilers one. Yeah, oh, I'm not the a Oilers fan. The Oilers one's nice. And I'm sorry, go ahead. I was just saying that I would, I would love the Edmonton Oilers to bring that colors back because they just wear orange and like dark, like navy blue or like black. And yeah. I like the blue and orange. Like I, I want them to bring that back. Yeah, I, and for me, the worst, without a doubt is the Islanders. All they did was darken the blue. It looks exactly the same as their home. (laughs) (laughs) There's no difference. That is by far the worst lack of creativity. I wouldn't say Uh, that I have like an exact bottom three. Like there's a lot to me that are just awful. Yeah. Like it's pretty bad too. Detroit's horrible. Philadelphia is horrible. It's just orange. Like there's nothing good to that. I hate uh, the New Jersey Devils one. Like, oh, the green? Yeah, I, no. I don't, I don't, I never understand the green with that's them. The, oh, I, that's horrible. Um, the devil's what's disgusting. I yeah. hate the Nat. I hate the Nashville one. The Predators. The yeah. Preds are just. Is it? Is it yellow? Is it? It's, it's it like just the... yellow. It's just yellow. It looks more of a jersey that you'd wear at home than a jersey that wear yeah. on the ice. <laughs> like, yeah. Um. Yeah, the Islanders are pretty bad. Um. The Sharks one is okay. It's great. It's not bad. Don't it's just average. There's a lot of ones that are just average. Yeah. An underrated one that I have, and I find that not a lot of people like it, the Ottawa Senators. I actually like that one too. I, I, like- I that, that jersey is so cool, and I yeah. love that logo. Yeah, I love the logo too. I like it. It's just like it's it's the same. As, like they just re- like if that if they had their logo from last year, and then they made that jersey the reverse retro, it would probably be the best one. But like. It looks like it's like sometimes I just get confused and think it's their home their home jersey because I forget that their home jersey is wild. Oh, the O. Yeah. Um, for me, uh, probably the worst is probably uh, this is just a lot like the Ducks. I don't like that one. Like <laughs> probably the worst in my opinion. Um, second, I would probably say Vancouver. I don't, I don't know. I just do not like the patterns at all. I think it's awful. And the probably the third is probably Detroit. Like it's yeah, it's barely anything, but still, in my opinion, looks pretty cool. Not cool, but it'll be like a pretty good like a Wade jersey, but not good re- reverse retro. Uh, my bottom three has got to be um, Stars as the third. Uh, it's, it's a rough jersey. The white one. Uh, yeah, the white one, the one that has like the star outline on it. Oh yeah. And then the the Devils. That that's a rough jersey too. Mm-hmm. And then the worst one's got to be the. Um, it's got it's got to be the, the Red Wings. Yeah, that's a rough jersey. I gotta change my first one. It's gotta be Vegas. I did not like that one at all. <laughs> and like Aiden's gonna hate me, but I do not like that jersey at all. But yeah, dude, the Vegas jersey is sick. It's awful. The Vegas jersey is amazing, and I love their gold jersey too. Their gold jersey is so nice. 
it's great. it's like it's hard to make a good reverse retro jersey for a team that's for a team that's been in the league retro. for like yeah like three yeah. or four years uh, yeah exactly yeah i could care less about the colors but for me it's more of just that logo oh, the logo yeah. is so nice yeah, yeah but that's what i mean like they could have done something better with the colors like why red and sorry yeah. bryce did you say you hated the ducks lo- the ducks reverse retro yeah it's like it's a, what? It's different that jersey is so jersey. cool like it, go yeah you go it's like not a logo it's like a like a cartoon it, on yeah like it's, a, it's the cartoon so cool though yeah it's it, so it's, cool i would love to wear that in minor hockey but like this is the nhl yeah, it's not it's not like a jersey that looks like it's for an wow. NHL team. It looks like yeah. you get merchandise for it's like merchandise for a mighty the Mighty Ducks TV. Yeah, show it's, a, it's like a Disney movie. That's what they use in the like the Mighty Ducks. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Isn't no, that no. kind of what it's supposed to be though? But it's an NHL team. There has to be some level yeah. of professionalism. It's, okay, but when <laughs> they had terrible. when they had the Mighty Ducks jerseys like last year, a couple years ago, everybody oh, loved those. That's different. But that's still a cartoon though. No, it's different. This is like the actual cartoon character. That looks so cool, though. The like, ones okay. last year are like, fine. I, I get it. Maybe not. Maybe it's not something that you would want to wear on the ice. But it is a, a really clean jersey. I I'm not. I I don't like it at all. Uh, if you want to talk bad, then talk about the coy- the coyotes. Like. That the Coyotes not- jersey is so that's overrated. Horrible. I so like their actual alternate one, the one that's like yeah, the. Like it's the black. It's their yeah. home jersey, you know. Is oh, it yeah. actually? Yeah, they don't wear the. They don't wear the red ones anymore. No, I think the red ones they're alternate, and that the black one, the Kachina, is their uh, their home, home jersey. Damn, I yeah, so, I love yeah. the. I love that jersey. I that one, that, that one's like cool. Yeah, that one's really cool. But the the retro is just bad. The retro is just a worse version of it. Yeah. Um, and another thing I think the Jets could have done something way better. Mm-hmm. Um, black and like it looks like navy blue. Like, it's no, so bad. That, that jersey's yeah. bad. Yeah, it's like and the Leafs, the Leafs like one's just like, the Leafs one's just bad. Like, I think the logo is just bad. Like, I feel like if they put a better the logo, logo is bad, and like the numbers on the back, you can't see them. I, I, but I like like the gray, like the like the like the actual jersey like design. So I like mm-hmm. that because that, that was what they used to be like in the eighties, like the seventies, and that was cool. I wish but they my, brought back the arenas for their reverse retro. Like, yeah, but like it already has an arena jersey. Yeah, but like the 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 Hurricanes brought back the Whalers, right? Like, I feel like you you could have done that. Yeah, I mean, like they brought the they always have the same patch. They had the arenas. Yeah. Sorry, the St. Pat's jerseys. Maybe it's just because I'm Irish. I love those jerseys. Those jerseys are the are so cool. They're nice. Yeah, I yeah. love those jerseys. Those are so cool. I love those. Could have done like a different logo, but it's still really cool. I actually went yeah. to the game where they had the arena jerseys on. Uh, they killed Carolina that game. Yeah, I was at the game. That was so <laughs> like Marner just like let them up. Yeah, I remember that. I think the Leafs reverse retros are their jerseys that they do, they look fine when the Leafs are wearing them on the ice, but they're not a jersey I would buy whatsoever. Oh yeah. no, there's not a lot of reverse retro jerseys that I'd actually buy. There's ones that I just like. I the only yeah. the only ones that I would really buy is probably like probably the Avalanche, the Panthers. Um, that's honestly about it. I'd only buy the Rangers. I would buy like for like for like a 
like as an alternate, I would buy like St. Pat's. That's probably the only jersey, like other than the normal jerseys, I would buy. Yeah. Because St. Pat's was just cool jerseys. But the stitching at the back is kind of weird. Like the number. I don't know. Oh, yeah, because they put like the white plate to yeah. cover the green stripe. Yeah. It's yeah, weird. it is weird. I don't really like it. Um, so there's a lot of trade rumors going on, like especially with the Leafs, like a uh, break and like they had a break last week. Uh, what do you guys think is going on? Uh, oh yeah. Cause I was thinking about this. I wanted to make a prediction on, on record. I think the Leafs are going to make a trade on Wednesday. Uh, that's my prediction for when a trade's made. And especially since Boyd, they let Boyd and VC walk for nothing. They put them on waivers. They're trying to make cap space for a trade. I think it's going to happen sometime this week. And my guess is, is on Wednesday. So next week when they've made that trade on Wednesday, we can, uh, we can bring up that I, I made that prediction. I, was I have a question. What do you guys rather have, Granlund or Felino? Granlund. Just age. Uh, Felino's too old. Yeah, I like Felino. I like how he's physical and stuff like that. But, like, I remember seeing him in the playoffs. He gets, like, a, like two penalties every game. Like, I don't need another Kadri in the playoffs. Yeah. But, like, Granlund's, like, apparently at the top of his game right now, like, both ways. So, mm-hmm. I like Granlund. But... Truly, the person I want them to target is Ekholm. That's the person I want is Ekholm. And Kerfoot can be gone to match the cap space for that and then add some prospects to that. Perfect. Yeah. Um, yeah, so is there anything else you guys want to talk about? or How, how do you guys feel about them uh, giving Boyd and um... – uh, a VC to waivers. Well, I know you're in love with Jimmy VC. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy VC is going to be missed. You could really care less about VC. Boy, I don't know. Like, um, I, I understand why they put on waivers, but like, like, there's so much people that go on waivers every day, and Vancouver takes two over our guy. Like, just I think they trying to pick up guys from the Canadian division because they don't want them to quarantine. They want them immediately. Yeah, that's true. The hell are they gonna do to like to their roster? Like yeah. just bottom six guys. Like yeah, depth. But like, you I guys, mean, you played on the first line. Yeah, it's true. VC, they had VC on the first line. What? Yeah, Jeez. with Miller and uh, Besser, I think. Oh my god. JT Miller is the best Vancouver Canucks player to ever play on that team. Okay. Just uh, saying. Would, it's because he's would, on my fantasy team. How <laughs> about the Sedin brothers? They weren't on my fantasy team. <laughs> also had Matt Sandin on that team. He also wasn't on my fantasy team. I'll give you Besser, and then what about that? I drafted JT Miller, so he'll always have a special <laughs> place in my heart. It's JT Miller no matter what. It will always be JT Miller. Guy's a beauty. Okay, sure. <laughs> All right, so I guess that's... Uh, that wraps it up yeah yeah um yeah that's the end of the episode and uh stay tuned for next time maybe we'll i don't know about like but what the boys want to do but might get one out just talking about like trade rumors and stuff like that like midweek maybe like thursday or friday but it, it that's that's hopefully if anything happens i will say this if they make a trade on wednesday we have to have another podcast on yeah <laughs> yeah if they make a trade on wednesday for sure yeah, <laughs> yeah Portal V in his glory. <laughs> um, yeah, 
that's uh, that's about it. And have a great day. Uh, thanks, for, thanks for having me on, guys. Uh, looking forward to doing some more with you guys. Yes. Good job, Andrew. You did great. <laughs> All right, but yeah. Uh, yeah, that's it. Have a great day. See you guys. See you.